Chapter 3. What is coaching? I'm amazed and often distressed to hear how many people, many of them highly professional, call themselves coaches when they simply do not coach, but rather mentor, counsel, instruct, advise, teach, or just sell their own ideas or those of their company. It's very confusing. The definition of coaching is warped and often bent out of shape without insight as to what the profession of coaching demands. Coaching is a specific methodology and process distinctly different from other processes. Recently, I attended a breakfast promotion conducted by a professional marketing specialist who positions his process as one of coaching when it's simply a consulting or mentoring exercise revolving around his material. He was promoting his methodology for improving business systems and the process was essentially consulting using his format and material with some backup instruction. I'm certain he's very successful, but why not present himself honestly as the marketing or business development consultant he is? A language teacher recently told me that she was a coach, and questioning her, I discovered that she instructs teachers at schools on how to use the material and systems sold and marketed by the company she represents. She has never had any training or instruction in coaching and knows nothing about this distinct discipline. The vital distinction between consulting, mentoring, advising, instructing, and counseling versus coaching is that the coach serves as a catalyst and focuses only on the client's agenda. The other disciplines are almost solely focused on their own professional agendas. As the years progressed, I tried to differentiate my role from the plethora of so-called coaches. I see myself as one chemical element with my client another. In combination, if formulated well, the mix is optimal and the activity is mutually satisfying. A third, more powerful element is created from the relationship. Neither of the first two elements alone could create this result. But together, the additional energy that appears is a product of pure synergy, and then one plus one can equal three. Synergy comes from combining two words, syn, S-Y-N, abbreviated from synchronize, and ergy, E-R-G-Y, from energy, the product of synchronizing the energy between a coach and a client often transforms the relationship. Most coaching is great fun and very rewarding as it focuses on achieving desirable future results. It's like taking a walk with a highly enthusiastic person discussing them at their very best. In order to be a good coach, I postpone judgment and see my clients as they could be at their very best, not necessarily as they are. Somehow, I translate this emotionally and physically to them so that they experience a huge feeling of acceptance and safety and become free to discuss with me their deepest anxieties and fears. The feeling of being truly listened to is such an unusual experience for most business people that they often sigh with relief that someone finally understands them. From then on, we can focus our dialogue on future vision and future goals. Coaching is not meant to be a long-term process, but rather the right tool for the right moment. The coach needs to know when to let go rather than take the client through a never-ending therapeutic dependency. Coaching then becomes what it was meant to be, an event-driven process. Unlike other disciplines such as counseling or providing psychological advice, so from our discussion so far, these are some aha moments. Coaching means visualizing people at their very best, rather than as they are now. The vital distinction between consulting, mentoring, advising, 
instructing and counseling versus coaching is that the coach serves as a catalyst and focuses only on the client's agenda. Other disciplines are almost solely focused on their own professional agendas. Lastly, coaching is not meant to be a long-term process, but rather the right tool for the right moment.